Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know that I can logically refer to this as an out-of-cycle update, but I probably should because it is out of the expected cycle, but that's okay because I'm liking the cadence as it is. Um, I love seeing the inventory show up in Apple. So this one was inspired by the actions of other people in other places over this past week because a lot happened. I covered one of the updates about SHIB, Shiba Inu, and what was going on with it. And I've realized, and I've talked about this to multiple people, and some people understand and some people refuse to, which is a societal gap, is there are people that don't understand how trading and investing and crypto, they don't understand how it works. There's a, and I don't know that I can even blame the school system because I was trained how the stock market works in middle school, junior high school. I don't remember the teacher's name, but I remember the class. Um, that would have been eighth grade, if I recall. I could look at my scorecard, but we used Ford at the time, Ford Motor Credit. And we used it with phony money so that we could understand using the real stock market data, how the, when it goes up and when it goes down. And at that time, it was on a significant upward trend. But the teacher because he was very good at being able to perceive where the market was going, he timed it perfectly that it was like a week long exercise. He timed it perfectly that basically at the end of the week, it was going to just tank. And I was the only one who didn't sell out stake. Whereas everybody else, he was encouraging, go ahead and sell out because we're going to have this tank. And I just held. Well, I'm sure you heard the term hold or H O D L. And you're like, why are they misspelling hold? It's not a misspelling. It's actually an acronym. H-O-D-L basically means hold on for dear life. You probably didn't know that. The reason that this became a thing, holding, Warren Buffett talked about it. Most of his stock that eventually skyrocketed, he held for a long time through major ups and downs. In, And crypto trades very similar to stock, in fact. Recently, we've seen that crypto has kind of gone in parallel with stock and the ups and downs of the larger stock market. And the ideas around economics of the stock market can partially be attributed to cryptocurrency, not completely, because unfortunately, crypto tends to follow its own rules. However, there are certain tenets that we can follow in order to better understand what's going on in the crypto world and thus predict how a certain crypto is going to behave overall. As a high-level rule, most every crypto is going to follow the behaviors of Bitcoin. Why is this? Because first, Bitcoin holds the vast majority of wealth that is in the crypto market. Not all of it, but the vast majority of it. If somebody is selling crypto out, they're doing one of two things. They're either selling it to take the money and run, or they're selling it to invest in other things. Statistically speaking, a person who has held Bitcoin and sells it and wants to trade into other crypto is going to trade into things like Cardano, things like Solana, and then to a lesser degree, some of these quote altcoins, because you create a diverse portfolio for investment, just like you would do with the stock market. Once you start thinking of crypto in that vein, that it is an opportunity to create a diverse portfolio, 
even in addition to an existing stock portfolio or 401k or IRA. Now, you don't think of crypto as this black hole of uncertainty, although, to be fair, it takes hours to really understand not just how to get started with crypto, but also how to not lose significant amounts of money. Because unfortunately, crypto in its current form, even in just day-to-day -day trading, can result in hundreds, if not thousands of dollars of loss. That's just the way it is. So once we understand, okay, this is what it is, this is how it works, and this is how we need to navigate it, we have to make decisions at key times, just like you would do in the stock market, as to when to buy and when to sell. In most cases, you can safely hold for the extended period until it hits the price that you want. The thought process is that as it goes down, you will buy in, aka buy the dip. As it goes up, you will continue to hold unless you hit your target for profit. No problem. This is easy to understand. A lot of people, what tends to happen is they'll do the opposite. When they see it go down, their mind, and this is, I believe it's subconsciously ingrained in people, that a drop in stock must necessarily be a bad thing. When the truth is, healthy ups and downs are what you want in stock and crypto. Is there the risk that there are stocks and or crypto that could completely tank? Absolutely. But if you do your due diligence and you research your whatever project and make sure you understand the fundamentals and make sure you understand they'll, they should be able to tell you this is the expected behavior of this token or this stock. This is where we expect to be in one, three, five years. This is what we're doing in order to manage value. This is our total inventory of X, whether that's stock or tokens. This is the percentage that's available to anybody who's trading. Like they should be able to give you certain core fundamentals. You should be able to research the company in the background. They should be communicating to you on a, at least a regular basis as to what they're doing. You should see significant activity coming from them by way of either new agreements being signed, new partnerships being made, new products being released, new countries that they're going into. There's some tangible activity that you can point at and say, okay, that activity is going to lend credence to this project and add value to my project. You should be able to do that. If you can't do that, to me, that creates a problem. Now, you notice the title. There are a lot of situations where a crypto, and this is mostly the kind of FUD, fear, uncertainty, and doubt, similar to what the president does and what others do, where they will toss a term out there to make people freak out. In crypto and in stock, but it's it's coming to a rise again in crypto, there's this idea of a pump and dump. Let me just high level define what truly a pump and dump is. A pump and dump at its truest form is that someone, and it's usually somebody that's really wealthy, someone has spiked the value of a given X, whether that's stock or crypto, to a point that later they can complete cash out and then tank whatever it is. That's a pump and dump. It means that somebody has intentionally done a thing in order to get a cash out, had no intentions of holding it, didn't really care about everybody else that's invested in it. 
Now, the problem is that not every activity where we see this behavior up and down is a pump and dump. And frankly, they are actually rare. Let me stress that again. Pump and dumps are actually rare. I'm talking true pump and dumps are rare. They are not common. They are not frequent. But they are perceived to be because people keep throwing that term out there in order to freak other people out. They are rare. Is it true that certain wealthy people will buy into a product in order to spike it and then sell out? Absolutely. But their intent is likely not to tr trash everybody else. Their intent is, you know what? I'm down to my last $300,000. I'll invest 100000 in this project and then see that it gets me a million and then I'll cash out because it gets me back to square one. But you'll see that same wealthy person invest in another crypto. And then they're not doing that because they don't need to because they made the money that they wanted to do. When you make the profit that you're targeting, if you're backing down and you're saying, okay, now I'm going to kind of create my diverse portfolio again because I'm back to square one, that's not a pump and dump. Your intent is not to harm other investors. Your intent is to generate profit. And a false impression that people seem to have, I just had an argument with somebody, the whole reason that you trade stocks or you trade crypto is for profit. And I don't know when we got to the point that we don't understand this. The whole reason you invest is to profit. Nobody would invest to lose money on purpose. Nobody would invest to just let money sit there that you can never spend again. Nobody would invest that didn't care about value. Nobody would invest in random companies that you don't care about. Your whole intent in the back of your mind is to profit. Number one. So when you reconcile that statement against what you're seeing, it means that basically all crypto has an opportunity to generate profit, just like all stocks have an opportunity to generate profit. The difference is that certain stocks and certain cryptos have a higher or lower propensity for profit, depending on a lot of different factors. That's why I'm saying that a true pump and dump most commonly, because if you're a low level investor that's investing a hundred bucks, you are not pumping it. You're not, you can't because it's not enough to make a significant dent in the price. It would take somebody who is wealthy or it would take somebody who has access to the wealth to create that scenario like a hedge fund. That's going to be your pump and dump scenarios. They are rare. I stress to you, they're rare. What's most common is the up and down that I talked about. You're going to have stocks and cryptos that have these quote unquote to the moon shoots that go up by significant points. Shiba Inu, as an example, and I talked to another person who's skeptical about it. If you look at it conceptually, Shiba Inu is four times its price that it was from last week. But people say, well, yeah, but it's down from what it was doing in the going up level. Yes, it is, because it's not supposed to keep going up. That's the problem. A true pump and dump will just keep going up. That's, that's its risk vector. It'll never plateau. It'll never go down. You don't want a stock that just goes up and up and up and up because it means that there's no sell behavior. If there's no sell behavior, we have to question why. We should be able to see, quote, retail traders creating at least some pressure, some sell pressure. There should always be some sell pressure, just like there should be some buy pressure. It's a balance. 
you're going to have periods where there's more buy pressure than sell pressure. But when you have something that's constantly going up and it doesn't seem like it's ever going to stop, that could indicate a potential pump and dump. It also could indicate artificial pump, which doesn't necessarily follow a dump, but there's going to be a what's referred to as a correction or a consolidation, and it's going to settle back down to its true price. So think of it as if I were to if I had a high cliff in front of me and I threw a ball up to this cliff, that's what I'm trying to hit is just get the ball onto the top of the cliff. At some point, that ball is going to sit on the cliff. It's possible, depending on what's going on at the cliff, that the ball could literally fall off the cliff and come right back down to where I was. That's not a pump and dump. That is just the natural correction that happened. It's either going to stay up there, possibly because somebody else caught it, and then they're going to throw it over another cliff, or it's going to, just because it happens to be flat ground, it's going to roll back down to me or bounce back down to me. We don't know. You can't know. That's the that's kind of the addictive risk of trading in any form is we don't know what's going to happen, but we're shooting for this cliff and we hope the ball is going to stay up there. Somebody else is going to take it and run with it because that buyer is then going to try to throw it up another cliff and hopefully somebody's up there to catch it. And that buyer will throw up another cliff. Let me use Doge as another relevant example from the past in January of this year. Doge was under a penny. It was actually very cheap to buy it, but nobody really believed in it except for mostly social media traders who were following Elon Musk. All of a sudden, Elon Musk sends out tweets that are targeting Doge. They make him an honorary member of the board and all this and that. Doge shoots. When I say shoot, I gave the analogy about a ball being thrown. Imagine a ball being shot up there. It goes from under a penny all the way to 70 cents when nobody believed it was ever going to crack a penny. I want you to reconcile what that means. That's a significant growth, but it couldn't sustain because if I shoot it and nobody's up there to catch on the back end for however high, because we don't know how high it goes, it's going to come back down at some plateau, which is what it did. It came back down basically to 30 cents. And now it's been kind of falling because it now has to settle into its true price point, which right now is somewhere around 25 cents. It's still got a gain. That's the key point. It's still gained. It gained from under a penny to 30 cents. If you bought in under a penny, you still made a lot of money. However, if you bought in at around a penny, you still made a lot of money, but you didn't make as much as you could have because you didn't buy in in time. If you bought in at 30 cents, you might assume it's a pump and dump because, well, it went up to 70 and then it dropped right back down and I didn't get any gains. No, what happened is you got in too late. Because you got in too late, your perception is that there wasn't any growth. Your perception is skewed by time. You have to put yourself in the time when it was cheap, punish yourself because you didn't buy in back when it was cheap because you didn't believe in it. And honestly, if you didn't believe in it because you don't believe in its fundamentals, of which it really has none, no problem. But the truth is, it's not that it was a pump and dump. It's that, unfortunately, it got pumped by the tweets of this investor who does believe in it, or at least did. And unfortunately, it had to settle. It had to consolidate and reconcile what its true price was going to be based on whatever the common perception of its true value happened to be, which is where it is now. Could it go back up again? Probably. Will it hit 70 again? Maybe. 
but it's going to take some time. It's not going to shoot up again because there's nobody there to shoot it. Nobody is at a position to get it to that point, and Elon Musk's tweets no longer have significant impact on it. Why am I sharing all that for you? Because it's important to distinguish healthy up-and-down behaviors compared to a true pump-and-dump. What you mostly see with crypto and the volatility of it is not a pump and dump. It is unfortunate, but it's true. It's very similar. You are here. I've got a ball. I want to throw it up a cliff and I'm hoping somebody's up there to catch it or that it at least sits there so that somebody will come along, grab it and try to throw it up the next cliff and so on. I'm hoping this. I want it to go there. Let me take you back to elementary school. I don't know if they still do this. They probably don't. But back in my time, in elementary school, they had an exercise where you would either do the message in the bottle or you do a message on a balloon and you would send it off. And the hope is that somebody finds this message. You also would hope that it makes it back to you with a response. The hope is generated by wishful thinking. When you know the science of it all, the probability that it's going to do what you expect it to do is actually very low. But you're going off the hope still, even though in your back of your mind, you may say that balloon is going to pop at some point. But you still go off the hope. That's a lot of what this is. There are certain fundamentals you expect to drive the growth of any stock or any crypto. And so you're going in under the premise that you hope that this goes somewhere. But in the back of your mind, you have to be realistic. It should go up and down in healthy form. What we're seeing in Shiba Inu is a healthy correction. It got to a point where it almost went up to four, which for it is going to be, geez, like five times what its price was. And then it settles back down to roughly three times what its price was the week prior. A lot of people are taking that to mean that it's failed or that it was a pump and dump. It wasn't. It's correcting like it's supposed to. It still has a significant gain. It still gained three times where it was. The last misconception, and I'll close with it, is the way growth works. In stock crypto, people think, going back to my cliff example, it'll go up and then it'll flatten. It'll go up and then it'll flatten. It'll go up and then it'll flatten. More commonly is it will either go up or down, but generally up to a point that's above where it should be, and then it'll come back down. Think arcing. If you throw the ball, it's got to arc. You're not throwing it at a perfect right angle. It's going to arc, and then it's going to come down and settle to a point. Somebody else will come along, they'll get the ball, and they'll throw it again. It's going to arc, and then come back down. The arc back down is that correction. So there's an overcorrection that happens. Then it's going to correct back down to the right, quote, price that it's supposed to be, based on its current volume, that should tell you that there's healthy activity going on. We expect that to happen. We also expect that it's going to go down, possibly significant from the arc, depending on how much volume generated, because we know that people will sell off when they make a certain level of target profit. This is natural. This is healthy. It's what's supposed to happen. In summary, Shiba Inu is actually on a good trajectory based on the volume. There's a lot happening with it. There are also other altcoins that are Similarly, opening up new deals and creating new opportunities for people to trade in. So people are taking advantage of diverse portfolios instead of just going all in on Bitcoin. This is healthy for the market because 
Our president just went and told people that money is going to be worthless by the end of the week. Well, we're at the end of the week. People are going to panic buy. And we have to watch and see where this all goes. But I think we're in a good spot here, guys.